Up. Up. <laughs> Jim, we totally forgot to talk about the best thing we drank last week. I don't think anyone cares. I don't think anyone's even listening. I, I agree, but let's right. let's plow ahead anyway with the next episode. Let's just get to the sponsors. Dad Drinking is brought to you by Side Project Jerky. Order now at sideprojectjerky.com. We've got two awesome new flavors, peppercorn pork shreds and cowboy flavor. It's a collaboration with Rival Brothers Coffee Roasters. Mm. Check that shit out. Mm, yummy. Episode 12. Ric Flair drip go woo on a very nice female person. Yes, 12 episodes in of oh Dad Drinking Podcast. Side Project is so generous. One dozen of them. I can't believe that they're still sponsoring us. <laughs> I can't either. It's not as good as a baker's. Maybe no. they cut us off at a baker. Yeah. I don't know, but then Lucky 13. <sighs> there's, like, we could keep it going because then there's got to be something for 14, 15, 17. <laughs> we'll I skipped 16. <laughs> 16 sucks. Yeah. Fuck 16. Yeah. 16 was cool. I, that's when I started driving. Eh. I don't know. I thought 16 was bad. I was, was it? Eh, it wasn't a good year for Not me. Good. Did you have a lot of zits? Tons. I had the worst skin <laughs> in the league. I had. I was the basement dweller of good skin. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. It affected like my life. Heaps of zits. Nasty. Oh, yeah. Zits suck. I On top it. of that, being like an being like doing like school athletics, like you just oh, you sweat get more and dirt. zits, dude. Yeah. Dude, like you're zits covered in sweat and dirt. Yeah, and this is zits. everyone who wanted to listen to this just cut out yeah. talking about zits. Yeah, because all of a sudden, dad drinking became a garbage bale kids <laughs> movie. <laughs> that's an old one. I think the dads will get it though. Yeah, that's so. True. So by the way, you're Marcos and you're Jim. Yes, and we've been dads since '09. Long fucking time. Hell yeah. So um, you guys can find us on the social meds at Dad Drinking. On Absolutely. Instagram, Twitter. Yes. And also at DadDrinking.com where you can find a lot of interesting multimedia type stuff that we do. No doubt. No doubt. And you can find Dad Drinking wherever you find your podcasts. Right. That's at uh, Apple Podcasts and, and Google, Google Play. Play. I actually, um, I went to True Player FM. I yeah. was just looking for a true player website, thinking okay. that was like my style. Yeah. Right? You are a true player. <laughs> and uh, That 76ers hat basically says true player. Yeah, it actually out. says playa. Yeah. Like with, the, the thing is, by the time they listen to this, the BTS will be gone yeah. from the Instagram story. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, well. Well, you can piece it back together. Yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. Okay. No I'm going to have to piece this night together, so it's all good. <laughs> so... So last time we asked you guys to leave reviews, you know, we're st- you guys are still working on yeah, it. That's thanks fine. for nothing. That's fine. Thank you for nothing. You're still working on it. But, but please, we're patient. Please subscribe, too, because it actually helps us out a lot, because then we can actually see. Uh, we don't get to uh, track the metrics, right? Which, you know me, I like history. I like data. I like metrics. We don't get to track it if no one subscribes. They don't tell you if you don't have subscriptions. That's true. Right? It's kind of stupid. Yeah. Because you can listen to it and enjoy we have, it. We have no KPIs. Mm, I don't even know what that means. Key performance indicators. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We, all we know is that it's it's lit right now. And yeah. we're ready to go. Yeah, we're involved in a little bit of a lituation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like if we were if we did ancestry.com right now, like our whole thing would be from Lithuania. Yeah, without a doubt. Hundred percent Lithuanian. Even though you're Irish. Irish and I'm Mexican, we're just totally both from <laughs> Lithuania. <laughs> so please loving that comedy like you just did please just jump on and subscribe thank you and if you guys do subscribe and do leave reviews i will turn my uh, profile public yes yeah we're i know um, you're anxiously waiting that we're zero of 25 now so no, we're one of 25 oh we got one we got yeah, one. Oh, yeah. good okay okay yeah. good we're Perfect. one all right um but i think we skipped this last time but i we think did. it's 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 worth mentioning what was your favorite drink since the last time we spoke marcus so i in addition to the the sad service I got at the bar at Royal Boucherie, the last go around, uh, the end of the meal, I had something called an Old Toronto, which was rye whiskey, Fernet Branca, mm. and I believe some bitters. I could be wrong. Ango. Ango, probably Ango. <laughs> the Angs, right? The Stewarts. Angostura. I guess they're bitters, aromatics um, of some sort, right? So it was a cocktail from 1922. Wow. It was phenomenal, though, because I did want that, you know, 
digestiveness of the Fernet Branca, but mm -hmm. I also wanted a little bit of rye whiskey. So it was a great, great cocktail. Um, kind of couldn't tell you what it really tasted like, but I was That's very, the hardest thing we do here. It really yeah, is tough to Yeah, you know, to I like the name. Um, I think names go a long way. They do. They do. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, in, in, in addition to the cocktail that yeah. we're drinking. Like, I would week. never order, like, Hitler's morning dump. No. 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 That's a well, weird cocktail so, name. So the, the whole, that whole situation. Like, the Pol Pot Tiki is not on my list. <laughs> no. Right. no, but that whole disappointing situation came about because I wanted to go in. I wanted the very stable genius. Right. And that was, like, why I went there. Right. But, but you came out with the Toronto, what was it called? The Old Toronto. Old Toronto. Yes. Yeah, it was very good. It was, it was good. I, I, love, I love rye whiskey. Um, I love bitters. And uh, it was a nice uh, digestif. Did it have the big ice cube or was it no, no, no cube? No ice. No, no, no. It nice. Was, uh, I think they stirred to, stirred to cold and then sent me on my merry way. Beautiful. Now, yeah. I, I didn't ask you this last time, but would you recommend... I would recommend going to Royal Blue uh, to every listener. Definitely, yeah, recommend. But if you go there and you see the bartender with like the blonde, like Spencer Pratt beard, oh, is that what he got? He's got oh, really? I would, I would like not order a drink from him. But actually, you can't because he won't give you any fucking service. So, <laughs> so I went to a place that was actually. Um, I was in D.C. this week for work, okay. and my, my one of my two younger brothers lives in D.C. So we, we typically try and get together, go out to a dinner, go out for drinks, whatever we can handle. Um, and my particular schedule uh, and his particular schedule this week handled drinks only. We went to Copycat Co. on H Street Northeast, okay. which is kind of like a fun neighborhood. It's, it's uh, being gentrified as we speak more and more, right? Okay. But it's, it's got a lot of interesting stuff. I actually um, sent you to Toki Underground one time uh, for a great that ramen. That was the ramen meal. spot, yeah. Right, yeah. That place was awesome. Yeah, and so I this really place is very similar. It's a, it's a second floor walk up, um, very small space, almost on an identical footprint to that Tokyo Underground okay. place. Right, and, uh, but they have a huge chalkboard behind the bar where they, they basically have their special cocktails that they're, they're making that night. Okay. Right, so it can change, but they have a pie chart for every cocktail to show you what the big stars are. Whether it be absinthe or scotch or bourbon or mezcal, um, and like then, like co like across the universe of their cocktails, or uh, for or the specials for the specials. Correct. So the special is like okay, there's this much of this. Yeah, you can get you can get cocktails. you can get that's really cool. You can get like a a, a nice pour of scotch neat or on the rocks or whatever, or you can get and a the classic pie chart cocktail. Just be like... They don't do the pie chart for the <laughs> for those 100 percenters or the traditional cocktails that everyone basically knows right, how right. they're made, right? But um, I had a couple really good ones, including one called a Mexican muralist, which I, I, I immediately thought of you. Yeah. But I swapped out the tequila for some Because mezcal. I'm a Mexican muralist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The murals down here in the podcast studio are amazing. They are. They really are. <laughs> Muy rico. <laughs> So, muy, muy rico. So, so I had the Mexican muralist that was really good. It was, but I switched out the tequila for mezcal, yeah. and so it was basically like smoked fruit, which I think is. I love that. I, I hope it's a new dessert because I would get a smoked fruit dessert so like, immediately. Fruit, fruit with obviously like sugar with like a balance of something else. Mm -hmm. So have you ever done like the whole like you know bag of fruit with like the chili powder? I have not. So that's a very Mexican thing. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. So I, I know you've accused me on multiple occasions on this podcast <laughs> of not being as Mexican as I am or, or as I should be, but that was something that I definitely grew up with, and it's it's brilliant. Like like getting, I guess it's with anything, right? So so just having that balance or, or something to like just, you know, reel in the, that sugar saccharine sort of taste like with something like smoky or or something spicy is is such a great thing so that that makes perfect sense i love it it's it. really good but but my that was not the best drink i had it was not okay no actually another drink i had there was a sesh tail the, the plot thickens yeah but it was a sesh tail okay okay it was a uh, so the star of the sesh tail which was called the Lindsay whimsy i think Lindsay was the uh bartendress okay that evening okay right? not Lindsay vaughn no it was not Lindsay vaughn 
It was not Lindsay Buckingham. Olympic medals? She won something this year, but she's now since retired. Okay, okay. Um, I don't think she won the gold in her main event, but she won like a silver or a bronze or something. Okay, did you watch the Olympics at all? Partially. Not, uh, it wasn't, I mean, I liked uh, Tara and Johnny's cutting commentary. Yeah, they were. (laughs) They were awesome. They were really mean. I mean, I guess I'm kind of mean. Well, we're, we're all mean. Yeah. I mean, humans, I mean, I liked it. Humans are terrible just in the... Yeah. I think that ice skating in particular lends itself to being mean because if you fall, it's like such a disaster. Or it used to be. Nowadays, you can like fall and as long as you're... It's like a really hard thing you fall on, they don't punish you as much. It's very interesting. But yeah. I guess, you know, I mean, perfection's a difficult <laughs> thing to achieve. Yeah, let's save this for dad skating. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Lindsay Whimsy was a sesh tail, as I said. The star... So on the pie chart, the biggest concentration was Oloroso, which I've never had in and of itself. Now, what is Oloroso? It's a fortified wine. Okay. Basically, as you know in Spanish, because you're fluent, it means like uh, like the smell. It's smelly. Yeah. Right? It's just a fortified wine. Okay. Not quite a port, but just a little bit more fortified. It had dry vermouth, had Montenegro, which is an Amaro. Okay. Okay. And had Benedictine, which we've had yeah, in yeah. Uh, past. In the El Camino, I think we had a Benedictine. I believe you're correct. From episode three or four yeah. or five or six, one of those, before we actually fixed the sound problem. Pre-audio. Right. Podcasting. Um, but this was really delicious. And in fact, my brother, uh, who was with me at the uh, cocktail, co- oh, wait, what was it called? Copycat Co. Copycat Sorry. Co. Right. Yeah. He, um, he actually liked mine better than his. He had an improved scotch cocktail, which was just scotch benedictine, absinthe, and honey. I love um, that name. Yeah. I it's... mean, a lot, of these, a lot of these cocktails now, they say improved because they, like, flip out one ingredient for, like, a, something more rare. Like, it, like yeah. an absinthe. Right? Okay. Okay. Um, but this Lindsay Whimsy was really good. It was very easily drinkable. I think Drew Laser would definitely approve of it. And uh, I wish it was in his book and that we're eagerly awaiting. Yeah. It was it was really good. And I, well, I we don't say, know because we we only got the the preview of the uh, old hickory. Yeah, we should have just taken his laptop while he was you know <laughs> not looking. Yeah, <laughs> just downloaded the book. Start bootlegging. Would have been book. easier. Yeah. <laughs> so it's messed um, up, dude. So look, I I I liked the Lindsay Wemsey. I didn't I didn't love it, but it was the best thing I've had. But I got to tell you, like, I have been feeling a lot of love lately from my youngest child. Yeah. Okay, I have three. My youngest is is three years old. Okay. And he just openly, overtly, brazenly prefers me at this point to my wife, which is a very unique set of circumstances for me because my kids, the older two, love my wife. If I was gone forever, I don't think they would ever even think of me. So the goat is the goat. Yes. In your in your two first yeah. children's She eats eyes. tires, and she is the greatest of all time. Yeah. She she's basically every every sense of that word. She is the goat. The yeah. youngest though apparently has been telling her she's not nice. He prefers daddy. He and I like when we go to just the grocery store. He acts like I am taking him to Chuck E. Cheese and giving him five hundred thousand tickets or whatever. Really? Yeah. I mean, he loves it. He that's loves impre- me so much. That's that's great. But my thing is, I'm kind of torn because my older two. I prefer to hang out with them because they're, like, easier to get along with than a three-year-old, right? Yeah. They don't, like, pee their pants <laughs> normally, so. right? Um, they don't they don't just throw tantrums randomly because they want ice cream at, like, 10 a.m. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So am I wrong to kind of perversely, secretly enjoy the fact that he likes me more than my wife? No. And... No. No. Eat it up. Yeah. Drink. I, listen, the, all of these things are fleeting. I, I would say, or I would hope, because... I think Hugo's love is forever. No, no, like, of course your children's love is forever, but what what I'm saying is I, I think just children in general are a, a fickle being, right? Mm-hmm. And at least I'm hoping that, because that is certainly not the case for my children. They, they, <laughs> they will always... They don't prefer you? No, never, like, ever. Yeah. Ever like so last night the the power was out. Mm-hmm. Was Senora Gastro here? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. so Senora Gastro was here, and we're you know we we're all hanging out, and it's like okay, well we're we're freezing, mm-hmm. and we're we're trying to kind of. By the way, the offer was on the table to come and stay in our guest. Oh no, I listen. Yeah. I I fully appreciate it, but like 
you know, Kel had a road trip like early today. Like she was like literally leaving. So we were just trying to work through it. And we, you know, we're hoping like that shit's just going to be on. Like we were like, I was like, okay, we're going to wake up. It's going to be warm. We're going to be able to make coffee and, mm-hmm. and we'll be on our way. Everything, everything's going to be fine. But last night, which uh, is incredibly indicative of every single night since the children were born, was another one of those nights that was like, no, I just just want to be with mom. We're like all in the bed. It's like, you know. All four of you? All four. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no. I mean, dude, it's fucking, it's zero degrees out. Centigrade. I was going to um, say, it wasn't quite that cold. But I always, like, I it's, it's just always, like, I, I want to be with mommy. You you already had your turn with mommy. I want mom. I want mom. I want mom. It's like, motherfuckers, like, I, come on, like, dude, who who made you <laughs> they don't know. that chicken they don't know teriyaki? Yet, oh, you're talking about chicken teriyaki. I thought you meant who made you. Like, no, 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 no. Who went into the lab? No, yeah. no, no, no. It's like, no, obviously we're not having that conversation. They don't care about the chicken teriyaki. Well, I, I, they when they're e- when they're eating the chicken teriyaki, they care, or when they are not getting the chicken teriyaki, they 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 understand. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm always like, it's fine. But it's uh, really nice. To but have so 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 what I'm so, you. well that, that's really what nice. I'm saying. It's like it's like look, like I I I try and I try and I try not to take it personal. But there's those rare times, like oh, like I get like a hug. What? <laughs> <laughs> or 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 like you know, Kel will come home. She'll be like, "All right, like, what's up, dudes?" And and the kids are like, "Oh, you know, we've been hanging out with Dad. It's been like the greatest time ever." And uh, yeah, and and then it then it just goes away. It just fucking goes away. It's yeah. So so so, so relish it. I am gonna relish it. Exploit it. I will, and I'm gonna. Should I should I spike the ball in front of my wife or no? Well, I mean, if the ball is your son and you pick him up <laughs> and you spike him, I would say definitely don't spike your child. I'm speaking more figuratively, but yeah, no, I mean, like, should I should I? Peacock, I'm a very should I peacock around the house when this kid overtly says that he prefers yeah, me? Of course, with without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. Okay, so so my next question for you. Talk to me. Is would you mind telling the people what we're drinking tonight? Hmm. I would not actually. Um, so we 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 kind of did a uh, a little bit of a last minute scramble for guests. Yeah, because we had a in the Philadelphia area, we had a bomb cyclone. Yeah. This week, and it was difficult. Well, it was a nor'easter, right? Yeah, but I think they they referred to it more as a bomb cyclone because they thought it was going to be rainy, and then we got. A couple inches of snow. It was bullshit. Lots of trees down. Whatever it was, yeah. Everybody, everybody was busy. People were looking for chainsaws. We didn't have power for for almost thirty six hours. It was nuts. But um, anywho, we we trying to keep this as consistent as possible. So I reached out to uh, another old friend, uh, Jesse Cornell, who's a who was a server. Is now a bartender in the Philadelphia area. No relation to Chris Cornell. No, no. R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. <sighs> that sucked. Yeah. That dude had I, a really good voice. I liked when they were melting the Barbies on the grill in Black Hole Sun. Yeah. That was my that was my video <laughs> of my youth. Yeah. Dude, high school was a weird time, man. It was very high strange. school was a weird time. We actually in college. This is and this is mean. This makes me a mean person. But there was a girl. That we all like me and my group of friends called Melted Barbie. Oh, about Black Hole Sun? No, she oh. just looked like a Melted Barbie. It's that's <laughs> fucked up. Like, 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 why are that's you bad. being? Yeah, it's bad. That's like, yeah. don't don't be fucking judgy like that. Let's pretend like we didn't have this. this or or this. do, but I, we. I've got plenty of nicknames that I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, no. Off, I mean, we literally off, sure. like. Yeah, we had, we had like, like there was at least thirty to forty people that we were just you know silently mean to but jesse cornell was never mean to anyone no dude jesse's a fucking super nice guy so so jesse actually was the first person that recognized me as fidel gastro out in public Mm. 
if you guys don't know, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, but at Fidel Gastro, F-I-D-E-L-G-A-S-T-R-O, <laughs> that is where you can find my co-host. He is a uh, social media influencer supreme. Yeah, yeah, hashtag influencer. Yeah, he recently appeared in Philly Mag. Hashtag uh, lifestyle blogger. Talking about his favorite or his nominee for best brewery, local brewery of the year. Yep, which, which would I'm, be Forest in Maine. Yeah, I'm excited. In Ambler, PA. I hope you win. I, Do you win anything if your guys win? No, I think I get tickets to the, um, what do I get tickets to? The uh, Best of Philly Bash. Oh, that's which exciting. Is cool. Yeah, so if I get a plus one. Hey, hey. I got you. <laughs> we got to tell everyone how you pivoted the I podcast. I got you, boo-boo. <laughs> Anywho, so Jesse actually, so yeah, Jesse recognized me at Adsum, on, uh, uh, which is now Whetstone in Philadelphia. Um, I think the uh, chef was Mike Levin. I'm not sure. Sh- you know, it's no, funny. It's the guy that? from Ricky, Ricky Sanchez podcast. <laughs> well, it could be the same guy. Oh, I don't know who's a chef. He's like it, a comedian. Okay. Well, anywho, anywho. So, uh, so I, I'd actually it, it, since um, bumped into him a few times after that, and uh, I actually this is this is year two of me designing his Christmas card. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's, he's also keen on my Photoshop abilities. Which are good. Which are fine. I mean, they're the people. The people that are listening to this know you. Let's be yeah, real. Like, that's they know, true. That's why they're listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the five people that listen to this. <laughs> so Jesse hooked us up with a cocktail called The Muse. Um, and it is... So I, I got a bottle of Chinar, which is an Amaro made with artichokes. Yeah. And so that was my... It text to Jesse, hey, what can I make with Chinar? And uh, he, he threw something back, like, immediately. So thank you so much, Jesse. And, and the recipe is complicated. It's, it's, uh, the it's, Chinar is it's, only one half of the uh, three ounces yeah, it's, that are um, in this. One half of the three ounces? Yeah, one half ounce of the three ounces is the Chinar. Sorry. So there's three ounces total of liquor. Right. One half of an ounce is Chinar. Right. One ounce is Applejack, which is apple brandy talk to me right okay we used laird's applejack which um is the proud owner of the first ever distillery license in the united states it has a license number one that's awesome yeah, it's highly, pretty cool highly historical cocktail yeah 1698 is when they first started uh popping out the applejack Damn. apple brandy and apple brandy by the way is a cousin of the calvado uh the calvados i should say um so we can talk about the Gilles de Guberville, if we want to talk about him again. But there's also some good characters involved in this cocktail. The other components are an ounce of Drambouille. Drambouille is a blend of scotch, honey, and spices and herbs uh, that dates back to the Battle of Culloden in 1746. Got a lot of history there as well. Um, the Chinar. 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 Uh, and then a half ounce of Dolan um uh vermouth blanc so yeah. not the sweet not the dry the mid-range mid-range vermouth right like the uh like the mailman of yeah. vermouths right shooting that fade it's that away. gold goldilocks ass vermouth right? yeah exactly and then three dashes of angostura bitters ango right um but what i'd like to do because we what we try to do now is especially for these complex cocktails um dating back to the viceroy where we yeah. tasted the pisco separate and all the other components separately we tasted <laughs> we tasted the drambuie the applejack the uh Kinar, Kinar, Dole. How, and the how can you not? I can't do it. It's there's really a mental block. Chinar. But there's no CH, which is the problem, and there's no CI like in Italian when you do. Yeah, the, but the I've chi. told you, I, I've told you it was Chinar like seven hundred times. <laughs> I can't do it. There's a mental this block. Is, okay, I'm that's fine. It. That's okay. But anyway, so we're trying to go through each component, and I and I asked Marcos to give his initial reaction to the flavor. He has a good palate. I wanted to know what he thought it tasted like. Um, starting with the Applejack. Yeah. What did you think of that one? Apples. Apple brandy. Yeah. yeah. Like a Calvados, it was, right? It was very reminiscent of the Calvados. Right. And it's basically the American cousin of the yeah. French Calvados, right? Um, what about the Drambouille? Nutmeg. Eggnog. It was yeah. very, very noggy. Yeah. And I think that's probably the blend, the blend of spices and herbs probably has a pretty big nutmeg component. Yeah. And it, like, it almost tasted like the eighties. I mean, it just, I, I think I remember seeing the, the ads, for Drambuie in like old magazines that my parents subscribed to. 
What about the Chinar? The Chinar. So <clears throat> I had Chinar, uh, not a, a consistently, consi- or not consistent with the Chinar, but a couple years ago I was at a wedding in Argentina. I think that was my first kind of foray into the whole like Amaro space. Yeah. Right? The Amari culture. The Amari culture. Yeah, exactly. Amari streetwear, Amari, you know, like <laughs> the whole thing, like Amari sneakers. But I, I think I drank it back then and I was just like, oh, it's just, it's, it's bitter and whatever. It's cool. Cause it's got cool branding and some, something that nobody else is drinking. But tonight I took the, I unscrewed the cap and I put my nose in the, you know, in the bottle and, and it was, it was artichokes. Like it, it literally tasted like artichokes like when you open the can of artichokes mm-hmm. and then but with with a little bit of dirt that has been in a can for a while yeah right <laughs> yeah. like when you used to try and capture worms to like keep as pets yeah and you'd open up the tupperware and it would like smell like earth a little bit right but stale right. earth okay yeah that's what i got a little bit of that plus the artichokes yeah. without a doubt earth plus artichokes yeah the uh the chinar though had an interesting bottle um, that we both remarked on the 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 labeling the branding is very unique it's very eastern block yeah so the the word it's spelled c-y-n-a-r um, but it looks like it's written in like a propaganda cyrillic text <laughs> it's very almost. brutalist yeah it's, it's very blocky with a shadow Shinar! with a shadow shadow outline yeah um and then the the artichoke itself features prominently in the logo yeah which we both liked very much which is cool i i like um there's like a cartooniness or like a comic sort of thing to it. it's powerful so did you buy this because of the label uh yeah 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 i mean i would i would you know i I, i'm I'm looking at ramazadi and i'm looking at chinar and they're right next to each other in the state store right buck the plcb but yeah i was like yeah, I think I need to. I need some chinar on my yeah. on my bar at home. Yeah, it, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool. It's a conversation it's, it's piece. Tight. I mean, it's cool. Who who drinks artichoke liqueur? You know, us. Yeah, yeah. Dad drinking. Does. What kind of dad drinks yeah. chinar? These dudes. These motherfucking dads. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. So my question is: So we we had. Um, We're gonna finish out the rest of the things. Yeah. Oh yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. So so we had when we had Drew in, we had the low lo-fi um, vermouth aperitif. This one called for Dolan Blanc, okay? And I don't know if I'm saying it right, if it's Dolan or Dolan, whatever. Um, shout out, Kevin Dolan. The, um, but the Dolan, when we opened it. Is that that dude with like four kids? Yeah. That dude's awesome. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's definitely should be on dad. He's a lawyer too, right? Yeah. 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 He's a good guy. He's very handsome. Tall. Right? Handsome, tall. Very, yeah. very, very uh, good dad. Like a model dad. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like a good dad, too. Winning smile. Yeah. What's up with that? I, I want that smile. I don't <laughs> well, want his looks or his height. I just want I want to smile like that and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like set at ease, right? It's just like, it's like, all right, everything's cool. Yeah. Were you smiling when you, when you opened the Dolan? Yeah. I mean, you were here. We were about to record. And then I took a whiff, and it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it ta- it's, it didn't taste. It smelled like chicken broth. Like stock or broth? Well, they're the same thing. Oh, I think the stock was a little bit stronger. Well, it it if I open up in the a, face. If yeah. if I open up a carton of collagen, yeah. Or Swanson yeah. or whatever yeah. it is like I go with the it's, Swanee. It's the yeah. same nose. It's yeah. it it's odd, which it's, is strange. Yeah. Cuz when we combined them, they all kind of worked. Now that the drink itself the Applejack is the star. I think it's a little bit, um, without 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 question, kind of the strongest f- initial flavor. Yeah. But then as you, so you get a little apple brandy, like a Calvados. So as you guys have been making these with us over the last uh, few months, the Calvados. Thank you, you for know, coming on this journey with yeah. us. <laughs> the Calvados has a has a definitely has a strong appley sensation. Has like a, a sweet um, taste to it. Um, and it's like a brandy, so it has, it's it's almost like a wine, but stronger, but tastes like apples. That's yeah. the first note you hit, right? Then you can kind of taste the honey from the Drambouille, and with the honey, then you kind of note the the scotch that's mixed in with the Drambouille. 
Then you get the earthiness of the chinar. Chinar. Nice I work. I got it, man. Finally. It's not a grupo gambari. It doesn't grupo roll off gambari. the tongue as much no, as... No, it's like, I'm not just used to that Eastern Bloc nonsense. But then at the very end, you get, you get a hit of chicken stock. Right? And you can feel the vermouth kind of on the sides of your tongue. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting drink. Yeah. What was your What was your reaction to, to tasting the composed glass? Recommended so, by Jesse. So I, I, I think the most interesting thing about putting it all together and major props to Jesse for really pulling these things together. But I think the greatest thing about this cocktail was, was really how the components like battled it out. And, and that was, I, I don't think I've ever drank something like this where I, I saw what went into it or I read what went into it. And I, I literally tasted one thing and that was the other component like literally fought itself into the forefront of my palate or into my taste buds. Um, it was it was crazy. That's a there's a crazy feeling. Like you taste one thing, you you swallow like like the sip that you took, and then all of a sudden like something else is like coming like around the bend. And like it's not even like it's not an immediate thing. It's like it's like you know. A, like a delayed reaction so I, I don't know if if anybody ever smoked marijuana that listens to this but there was this concept of creeper weed this was like way back in the day this is like going back <laughs> but like you'd smoke the weed and then like 20 minutes later like you'd be like a different type of stoned i don't know I don't know. I mean, I don't really smoke weed, so... No, I don't understand what you're yeah, talking Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... But what I'm saying is, like, that's a really, like, crazy sensation. That, like, you're getting, like, one flavor profile. And, like, 30 seconds later, it's like, oh, my God. Like, all of a sudden, like, I'm tasting the chino. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, at, at the end of this, like... And I still have half a cocktail left. I'm in the middle of a conversation. And it's like... Where the fuck did that vermouth come from? Yeah, it was all it's crazy. Right it's, there. it's a crazy, crazy cocktail in that respect. Yeah, and it's actually fitting, right? Because yeah. although it's a sweet, desserty uh, after dinner type drink, right? There is a history. The components themselves have their roots in revolutions, right? Okay, so I'm gonna drop a little history here. Oh no! Really? Yeah. Not yes. you. Yes. <laughs> so so Applejack. I don't believe it. Applejack, um, as I mentioned before, was the was initially brewed in South Jersey in 1689 or 98. I forget exactly which one of those, but it's definitely late 17th century. Like okay. Mad, mad long. Time yes, ago. very long time ago, predating the United States of America, uh, predating the Continental Congress. However. The family that made Applejack, okay, the the American cousin of Apple Brandy, um, they uh, one of their family members went and fought with George Washington in the Revolutionary War and brought some of the Apple Brandy, the Applejack, Laird's is the name of it, not Laird from Girls, but Laird's from South Jersey, and not Laird Hamilton, no. the server, no, and and they he brought it with him to Washington's camp. Washington loved it. He gave it to all the troops. Uh, he gave it. He tried to grow, he tried to brew, uh, brew, distill it himself at Mount Vernon after the fact. And he used to give it as a gift to um, not only his friends and family but also his slaves. Well, well that guy was great, you know. Yeah. You know, he had a heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so not only that, um, that that so Applejack kind of has its roots in the American Revolution, which was successful, um, but Drambuie has its roots in the uh, Jacobite Revolution. The boo. Yeah. That boo had its, had its roots in the Jacobite Revolution in Scotland, which was very unsuccessful. Okay? Bonnie Prince Charles. I, I, I'm, like, I'm sure that every single person that listens to this podcast loves Outlander on Stars, much <laughs> like I love Outlander on Stars and, and the goat and I watch it together. It's a very good show. 
It's very, very There's, there's so many series out there. It's good. It's based on a, a series of books that are, like, super popular. It's Outlander. Outlander. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the <laughs> Sassanac is one of my favorite Sassanacs in the world. She's great. Her name is Katrina Balf. She's, like, a Irish woman. Okay. Awesome. Anyway, uh, the Bonnie Prince Charlie... Bonnie Prince Charles, he was a Jacobite Catholic guy. He was trying to overthrow the Protestant British in Scotland and take control. He said it was predestined by God. He actually, in the, in the show, he's hilarious, because before he ever talks to one of the main characters, he always says, Mark me. Mark me, Marcos. I would say that Outlander is going to win quite a bit of awards in the near future. Really? Mark me on this date. <laughs> anyway, so he was convinced they were going to win this big battle. They go to the Battle of Culloden in 1746, and that's basically when the Jacobite Rebellion was completely wiped out by the British. They okay. got slaughtered, Ooh. right? Bonnie Prince Charlie escapes to the Isle of Skye, where they make some pretty badass scotch. Talisker. Yeah, Talisker. So, Dude, Talisker's so good. Nice and peaty, but it's not as peaty as Isla scotch. But spicy, though. It's good. It's got a good mix. Yeah. He hit out on... I got some great tasting notes on Talisker, if you ever want to geek out on Talisker. Okay. I love Talisker. All right. So we, we uh, so we, me and the Bonnie Prince Charlie, uh, go to the Isle of Skye, and he hides out with uh, Captain Jack McKinnon. And the Bonnie Prince Charlie was so excited to be uh, hidden from the British. He wanted to murder him uh, for trying to do the uprising that he passed along the secret recipe of Drambui. Drambui... Um, people say the 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 history is and this is obviously like probably not true right but this is the story that's all marketing it's all marketing say in in the marketing literature (laughs) right that mckinnon uh took this and made it into a drink and called it drambui because the recipe was such a uh in gaelic i think it's like a good tasting drink or a, a an interesting drink or something like that, right? But for the way a they good say, time, called Drambui. Exactly, but it's like nah. For relaxing times, make it Drambui times. <laughs> so basically, Drambui is Santori okay. of of the Western Hemisphere, and um, the McKinnon family had this recipe. It was a gift from the Bonnie Prince. I don't, okay. know what, I don't know what happened to the prince, but I know that this recipe has then stuck around since 1746. Used to be made with brandy. So shout out Calvados, right? That's probably what it was. Eggnog too, right? So that's remember eggnog when we did that episode. Yeah, started with sherry, brandy, that's true. That's right? True. And it only became rum when it we got to the U.S. and it got cheaper. Right? Yeah. So um, that revolution failed. Our revolution succeeded. This drink combines two revolutions plus an Eastern Bloc looking label of a revolution that basically failed. So it's it turned only, into authoritarianism, it, right? It's it's only fitting that these flavors are fighting each other. Yeah, right? for like prominence on the geopolitical stage. Prominence and dominance at the end of the meal too, right? Yes. It's like okay, like you're you're done eating. Yeah, you are done eating. Now I'm going to establish what you will taste or burp up for the rest of the night. <laughs> so if it was up to the colonialists here in this country, they used to apparently drink a mug of Applejack in the morning. Now, now this is like That's a 40 proof. It's a 40 proof liqueur. That is aggressive. Yeah, they would drink a mug of it. That was their tipple in the morning, according to Jason Wilson <laughs> in Booze Hound. Um, he also, though, says that apparently Abraham Lincoln, he was a, a barkeep. I don't know if you knew that. Okay owner of a bar he used to serve i feel like abraham lincoln like did everything i feel like he was like richard branson yeah of like the you know 18 just taller taller and top hattier and more honest and he, i mean he fucking abolished slavery like shout out abraham lincoln yeah like, way to fucking like like thank you for yeah. for that like yeah good job you know, man like like being like respecting humans also shout out for serving applejack for 12 cents a glass in his springfield illinois tavern damn what what was 12 cents back then it was probably like 1895 <laughs> <laughs> today's dollars point zero 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 one bitcoin yes although who knows that's all changing ah. that's true I keep hitting my pop filter with my uh, beautiful Sixers hat. That's a nice hat. Yeah, I gotta stop wearing it though when we record. Just turn it it's, backwards. It's way out of the way. Just turn it backwards. All right, and then you. It's like flipping the switch. There you go. 
There you go. It's like flipping the switch, man. So, um, I guess after knowing what type of people in the past have have consumed the components of the muse, yeah, and knowing the history and revolution, etc., what kind of dad do you think drinks the um, the muse? Today in 2018, the, the 2018 dad. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, I can go first. I listen. I I need to give it just a smidge more thought. Okay. I think you need to. I think you need to really kind of bring it home. Well, start, I mean, no, 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 I'll bring it home. You remember, you start it up. I'll start us on the road to home. Yes. Okay. Yes. I got it. So so, I, I thought a lot about. The, the thing that really struck me, and I think you can tell from my impassioned uh, retelling of the history here, is that it's a Revolutionary War era drink that people that were marching through your neighborhood in Lafayette Hill were probably drinking at night to stay warm, right? That's true. So so the uh, like Lafayette Hill, the hill mm-hmm. that Lafayette Hill is named, it's like, it's like across the street from my yeah. house. Yeah, and he like snuck around that and evaded a whole British force with like an entire army. It's That's amazing. Gnarly. Good thing they didn't have reconnaissance satellites and yeah. stuff right then because he would have been cooked. Yeah. But um, <laughs> he made it and he got out of there because of that. And, and they kept warm because of the Applejack. Mm. You know? and Good for him. Good job, Roger Laird. Right? And uh, But that whole thing made me think about these people. <laughs> These dudes, these dads, actually, that um, do Revolutionary War enactments. Okay. And I think the dad that drinks the muse, uh, and and this is no slight to Jesse Cornell, because this is a delicious drink. It's a really good drink, Jesse. Um, but it's a dude that, he he's a Revolutionary War reenactor, right? He does the Battle of Brandywine once a year. Yeah. With his buddies, right? They love it. They dress up. But when they finish... His buddies pull out layered bottles and they just straight drink them like the troops they would. They celebrate, yeah. the, like so. If Lairds did like marketing, they'd yeah. be like Revolutionary War reenactor, celebrate with a Laird. Yeah, a straight then, like, pull like, from the Lairds. Get like, a mug. It would be like the Newport commercial. Like they'd be cheersing, everyone would be smiling, and they'd be alive with pleasure. Keith Stone would have a tripoint hat <laughs> yeah. on. And a musket of some sort. Anyway, the, but but this guy, he's not just pulling straight from the Lairds. He is making the muse because he is a one-upper. He's a big-upper. Yeah. You call them big-uppers? We call them one-uppers. Well, so so let's talk about this. Okay. Like, so so when you talk about the one-upper, yeah. what are you talking about? I'm talking about Chris Dagnan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Shout out, Chris. Okay. Love you, man. But when we went to high school and college together, and uh, any story you told or thing that you were this wearing. Guy followed you to college? Yeah, we, well, a lot of us from my high school went to the same college. Okay. And, um, and, and he happened to be, we had a mutual group of friends. And uh, whenever we'd hang out, you would say, he would say, hey, Jim, that's a sweet braided leather belt you've got on there. I'd say, obviously, man, it's 1997. Yeah. Who doesn't have a sweet braided leather belt? Check right out now. how I do the thing with yeah, the you, knot. Yeah, and you pull flop it, it under down. And yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. Dude, you that's... buy a forty-two waist belt for your thirty-one inch. Yeah, because it's got to go down yeah. to your knee. Yeah, you've got to have that flop. Yeah. All right, and he's like, "That's a sweet flop of your braided leather belt." I had that two months ago. Oh, sh- dude! In front of girls and stuff. I'm like, that's... "Yeah, man." Like, I just overcame my acne, and now you're busting on my braided leather belt? What are you doing? <laughs> that is fucking bullshit. Yeah. It was so, such bullshit. So that's the one-upper. Mm-hmm. So I am talking about the big-upper. I'm not familiar with the big-upper. So we had a, we had this dude growing up. Like, actually, not growing up. It was, like, it was like end of high school, beginning of college. And we actually called him Freddy Big Ups. <laughs> okay. Because was his name actually Frederick? No, his name was Theodore Alex Poulos. Okay. He was Greek. But he, like, whatever your story was, like, he always had, like, like always had a better story. Yeah. It's, so, so for example, it's like, oh, well, yeah, dude, we went to this steakhouse. It was, it was great. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I went to a steakhouse, too. Like, but, like... They like flew in the meat and like slaughtered the meat right there, and, like brined the meat and like salted the meat, and then they like poured scotch like down our throats, 
and <laughs> like there were exotic dancers around us and like the whole is like, like we were bathing in the blood of the cow i was like dude like i just wanted to tell you that i had a good steak like or, or like sucks. i wanted to tell like somebody else it's like why do you need to have a, like and he always needed to have a bear story it's like it's like oh dude freddie like you know or, or like group of friends like hey i got these cigars he's like oh those aren't cigars I just flew back from Cuba. It's like, you you didn't fucking fly back from like like that's the worst part is like he would big up but he would also like lie. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so that's what this dad is doing. He's basically busting out a chinar, and everyone's like, "What the hell is this Eastern Bloc label? <laughs> Screw this! Like, all we want is some Lairds. Yeah. You know, huzzah, huzzah! And he's like, he's like measuring out these ounces. He's wiping an orange rind into the mixing glass, and, and it's just he's he's big upping yeah. his comrades in arms. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's absolutely bullshit. It's terrible. Yeah, I actually thought it's it's funny because you you talk about the Revolutionary War reenactor. I I I thought, and I have no idea why, but I was I was thinking that this this dad played the tuba. <laughs> why? I, I, I don't, Is he like I, in the I don't drum and know, fife, like I the bugle core? No, why? I just, I, I just, you know, he, I just felt like he just played the tuba. <laughs> I, I have a, uh, an interesting tuba story. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> you have a, tu- a tuba. <laughs> I don't know if it's a tuba or a sousaphone, maybe, or a French horn. But you it's have. It's something with like a, uh, you know, that like a, like a heavy kid plays in the but you... marching band. <laughs> Because he can handle it. He can handle the heft. You have a tuba story. Yeah, I do. I do. So we were at a, a football game. A I, I, I don't think I know anybody else I got in one. the world Here it comes. who has a tuba story. Here it comes. Here comes my tuba that story. That is so great. I love that you have a tuba story. <laughs> Tell love, me about this tuba I story. I love that it just happened to come out tonight. Um, so the, we're going to a football game, a college football game. Okay. Okay, we're at an away stadium. On the way into the stadium, I was hit in the back with an open bottle bottle of, of Rolling Rock. I turned around, and there was a woman who threw it at me. And she dropped the Degeneration X suck it sign at me as she was yelling at me because I was a fan of the opposing team, right? Which I thought was a, an inauspicious way to enter the stadium. Fast forward, the game has not gone well for my team. We're down by a lot. Wait a second. Some lady threw a, lady. a rolling rock loosely, at you? loosely. I'm loosely calling her lady. She threw an open rolling rock bottle at me and hit me in the middle of the back. I turned around indignantly and she she started yelling. That is, she had done it. That's fucking. And she did generation next to me. That's garbage, yeah. dude. Yeah. You can't like you can't do anything with that. You have like you as a man. I mean, I, or as a decent human being, yeah. just as a decent human being, you just have to take that. Well, here's the thing: I was a visitor in enemy territory. I wasn't right. going to start a fight. Yeah. Like, no. Okay. Right. You know what? Look. Look. You, I would you start a fight. fight. You, you get <laughs> you get kicked out. Yeah, I probably get disciplined by my school. Like it's just not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so we go into the stadium. Okay. We get we our team gets our asses kicked the whole game. We're losing by a lot, and the the band decides the Michigan State marching band decides it's a good idea to come up into like various sections of the stadium and play the fight song, including <laughs> including the visiting team's fans. That's a terrible idea. So there's like three or four, maybe like a, a trio or a quad of of horns come up and they start playing the Michigan State fight song, one of whom is wearing a tuba or a sousaphone or a French horn. But were it's you big. Like, like, wait a second. So were you like like close to the field? Or were you like... We were way up in the hinterlands. You're man. way up in this fucking tuba-ass motherfucker. Walked all the way up there. Walked <laughs> all the yeah. way up. Like, yeah. And this is before like you had Fitbits. So like he we wasn't. Had, it wasn't he like he was know. trying to get his steps in. And he wasn't able to really handle it. He wasn't in shape. Because again, he's a tuba he's player. Like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah, he can handle the heft of the tuba, but he can't really walk it up. So he's, so so he's playing, and all of a sudden, oh my uh, god! All of a sudden, people. Now this guy hadn't solved his acting problem yet, had he? I I didn't really notice it because he had like this chin strap that went around. Like they don't 
you ever notice in marching band they never wear they wear the hats the, the top hat things right but then they have the chin straps that don't ever go under their chin they always kind of go over their mouth to cover the acne i guess it, that's yeah. i think it might be that yeah that, right and anyways look, i keep interrupting i'm, I'm not sorry. gonna i'm not gonna judge the guy for acne because again no, dude, I, said, I had zits terrible i had long hair and zits Ugh, you're weird. gross um <laughs> you're fucking you're so, gross so so the guys they start playing and people yours truly included start throwing their garbage into the tuba <laughs> And he's he's playing the song. He's like, burr, 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 stop, stop, burr, 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 stop throwing garbage in my tuba. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. I just imagine him walking back down all those flights of stairs, back down to the field level, trying to pull all of like the the hot dog wrappers, that just tinfoil street dog things, and that folded up like popcorn boxes and the actual popcorn that went through flying into so, his tuba. So I would I would say that. That is so dick, but the fact that some lady threw a rolling rock bottle at you, yeah. I feel like it's justified. It's it kind of like it's look, a karmic retribution. Fight, fight, fight fire with fire. Yeah, you know, eye for an eye, bottle for a garbage, whatever it is. <laughs> he was very, very distraught that we we were. Well, that's that's that and it was is, awesome. It was like well, from a distance, and they were going. It was like all swishes. Like they were. It was like well, that's we like, were being guided by the hand of God <laughs> or karma or whatever it is. That's literally like if if you have a tuba, like your hands are full. It's yes. like it's like when someone's shorter than you, and like you like hold their forehead, and you're like, "Come on, hit me, hit me!" And they're like swinging at you, yeah. like they can, you can't do anything about that. Cause it's like oh, I gotta play the tuba. <laughs> Stop it, guys! Stop it! <laughs> oh my god that's amazing it was excellent that is wonderful ah so it, i could see the dad that drinks this playing the tuba although i don't think he'd be as nerdy because th- this drink's not bad it's it's yeah. tasty it's delicious yeah but so i mean we can't stereotype right i mean you you got to think that like there's one tuba guy out there that's probably wearing cool jeans and cool shoes and cool shoes <laughs> right like there's probably like tuba guy tuba dad like the tube is like hiding he might like play the piano and shit yeah now. but his passion is the tube yeah you know yeah. what like sometimes like tubas tube tubers gonna tube you know what i'm saying <laughs> tubists are you a tubist is that what it is a tubist i don't know man i think you're just a dude who plays the tuba yeah um should we slip into some fast casual clothing obviously uh, <laughs> are you gonna fast casual me uh yeah, unless you have some for me. I got nothing. You got nothing at all, dude. I'm I'm fucking. I got this. I I I'm a couple muses deep. Okay. I we did that uh, Laird's old fashioned post muse. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, we should say that we. So we also pulled a, a recipe from uh, Jason Wilson's book, um, called. Uh, what's it called? Uh, something called the Applejack Old Fashioned, basically. But it had maple syrup, um, ango. Angostura bitters and two shots of Applejack, and I think that's really what got uh, Marcos going. Them Angies. Yeah. So I just got a, I got one, maybe two. Um, one, maybe two fast casual questions. The yeah. first. Okay. Okay. Is the music on? Okay. So the music, so, the music already went, dude. Ah, uh, I did. Shoot. Um, so the first question is, do you know the nickname for Applejack? No, absolutely not. Jersey Lightning. Shut up. Yeah. You didn't know that? Shut up. Yeah. Like my boy. Yes. Colin Shern. Yes. The famous bartender. Oh, my God. Took his, and he's also from South Jersey, I think, right? I believe so. I didn't read. No, I, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Colin, come on the show. <laughs> it would be nice to have some Jersey Lightning in here. Please. Yeah. And if you played tuba, we won't judge you. Yeah, actually. If you reenact you know Revolutionary Wars, we won't judge I, you. I, like... Any of the dads that we've discussed, you, you can be any of those dads with impunity. Yes. We are, we are in part, some of those dads. Yeah. Oh, Not dude. the untuck dad. Fuck that guy. No, no dude, that guy. I will no. kick the untuck dad's ass. <laughs> I will kick his ass into his face. And then I'll grab his face and punch it into his face again. All right. So since you're so tough... Who's the, tough. who's the better ASAP, Rocky or Ferg? Uh, Ferg. Yeah, why? 
Uh, shit, well, because he's got that Turner for the Watch song. <laughs> Benbala did the chain? Yeah, dude, Benbala. <laughs> Who is Benbala? I don't know. I just don't understand. We should get a dad drinking chain done by Benbala. That would be fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I hated that song. Yeah? Yeah. Who turned you around to it? Uh, just just that repetitive nature of, I don't know, He's a, he's a decent lyricist the the, the the rhythm of his lyrics really yeah sucks it's that in. yeah it, maybe not the substance i, I but his voice like, and I mean, his rhythm that, is good that whole like oh the nick at night like the and then like the torno for the watch mm-hmm. you know but then like what was it rest in peace to my superior yes <laughs> he he does my, my chain he does shade what, what was people. the what was the thing with the the chain and the well, something about an hermes uh, Hermes chain. Yeah, pays for uh, uh, food, feeds a village in Liberia. A, that's yeah. just savage. Yeah, it's mean. He doesn't. But what I don't understand in that song, I don't understand the line. Suck a beat, yeah. dick or something. <laughs> and then it gets I worse. Your brief before. What? I'm not, I'm not gonna say the N word. I know. I know. I can't, I can't say. No, that. you can't. No, that's true. I forgot I, that's what you were believing. And then I like. <laughs> And then the the whole like the the Cardi B thing like she's just vile. Is like, it Cardi or is it Nicki Minaj? I, I it was who, Nicki Minaj. I feel like they're they're the same person. You know they're the same person. They're uh, literally the same person. I don't think so. We'll talk about that some other time. I think that's but, that's but, fine. But but then that that whole like eat a Barbie ass or something. I mean it's just that's just vulgar. Yeah, it's weird. But that's I mean I, I don't. Nicki I Minaj just I, I don't the first get, time I heard her I, was I, on Monster the the track the Kanye album, and she was awesome in that. But she was nasty. She is nasty. No, look, like, but she's no, good I mean, at look, rapping. Look, the 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 nastiness is fine. I mean, I listened to Deantward. We yeah. went to the show. Yeah, yeah. And and they're also just like terrible. And, and I mean, I don't understand that because they just rap in Afrikaans. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's cool. That, like, the, but the fucking beats are so they're good so hot and like i mean that's that's what it is but i think i yeah, we, we were talking prior to recording the, the whole trap thing i think is like reaching this mm-hmm. kind of like it's we're in a trap bubble right now yeah i would say we're definitely in a trap bubble so you drink ipas while listening to trap and and that's that's like what you need to do in 2018 right now hazy juicy IPAs. unfiltered juicy, IPAs. juicy mosaic hops only Yep. You listen to trap. No, Sim Sim. Migos, you gotta you gotta love offset. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Quavo. Yeah. Or Quavo. However the fuck you say his name. Quavo. 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 Um and you drink your juicy unfiltered IPA and you go about your life in twenty eighteen. Yeah. I'm interested to see where it's going. I'd love to have actually a craft beer person on to talk yeah. about where it's going. Because I feel like there's a lot of like Cascadian hops filtering in. Would the, you uh, say they're cascading? Yeah, they're in, slowly the they're slowly filling into different buckets in the shelves, right? They're starting yeah. at the top and they're going to get to the bottom eventually. Yeah, um, like the like the champagne yes, tower. Exactly, that but, thing's cool. But the block, the, the block, the black IPAs, like the the darker, the with some malt, that is where it's going. I don't think I think the juice has had its day. It's done. Yeah, much like trap, like you know, free Fetty Wap. And let us just drink what we want, yeah. please. I listen. I, I I will co-sign. Do you think we can get someone on from a, a craft brewery at one of these days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got a couple people. Okay. Well, we'll promise to do that at some point. We will not deliver. Yeah. Um, just we're gonna keep riding on the Drew Laser wave. <laughs> That's a big wave. We we, I. I've been talking to some people. Okay. We will get some guests. All right. All right. All right. Stop Stop trying to fucking blow up our own spot here. Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah, all right. dude. It's all we're good. just going to show up with the guests. We don't need to prematurely. I got one more fast casual for you. If you all right, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Best cheese for a grilled cheese. <sighs> Gruyere. Yes. That is the correct answer. Obviously, It's delicious. Dog. It's so melty. It has a very quick melting point, so you don't yeah. burn the outside of your bread. So... So fave sandwiches, top uh-huh. five sandwiches, the croque madame is easily in in my top five, maybe my top three. That's the one with the egg in the middle, right? No, so it's it's a croque monsieur. That's like croque monsieur. Croque monsieur, which is like a grilled ham and cheese, mm-hmm. and then 
fried egg on top. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. And then, I thought that was in the hole, the egg in the hole, but yeah, no, on top, no, whatever. dude. Oh my god, that is such a good ass sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love it. You have no questions for me. No, I. I got one question. Okay. Well, I got one question, and then we'll see if it leads to more questions. What What size is that hat? That fitted hat. Oh, uh, hold on. Is it Is it eight plus? No, it's seven and three quarters. Oh my god, dude! You could probably fit this over top of your uh, headphones that you're wearing right now. I bet I could. Yeah, dude, you are a dome I'm, ranger. I'm dome forward. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that's amazing. Let's cut it. Let's end this right now. Yeah, I'm feeling. Are we done? I'm feeling sad. Are you? Why are you sad? My head's too big. Oh, it used to be covered in acne. Anyway, <laughs> thanks guys. <laughs> thanks for listening once again. All righty. We'll talk to you later. Yes. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Oh, hey there. If you're still listening, that probably means that you're stuck in traffic. Anywho, Marcos here. Just wanted to give one more shout out to our sponsors, Side Project Jerky. If you go to their website, sideprojectjerky.com, you can get free shipping on your next order with code DADDRINKING. It's that simple to enjoy the best beef jerky you've ever tasted. Order now at sideprojectjerky.com. Thanks for listening.